Pencil. In today's society, there are very few places where you can still be yourself, and the freedom of expression actually exists. Page 108, paragraph 3, no joke dealing with flatulence, excretion, urination, ejaculation, or other bodily functions. Oh, wow. Until now. You sound hot as hell, and I listen to you every night. You son of a bitch. You make me sad, you make me cry, go to sleep. You're going down, sister. Who is this? Welcome into El Jefe's Hideout, where real people with fake names and invisible faces create the ultimate in reality radio. You can live through us. Um, it's just too bad that you can't sniff our fingers through the radio. El Jefe's Hideout on Washington's 106.7 WJFS. It's karma. Do not bump El Jefe's hideout for the Redskins, otherwise the Redskins will continue to lose. Learn the lesson in the preseason and then go from there. What is up? Welcome to your Saturday night, brothers. On Sunday evening, El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK, El Jefe, Spoon, J-Dubs, all in the studio with you this Saturday, or this Sunday. El Jefe, I'm really weirded out. Listen to what happened to me this weekend. I come home last night. Uh-huh. All right. I, I bought a box of condoms for me and my chick. <laughs> First of all, how long have you been with this chick? We've been together for almost two years. Why are you still using condoms? Yeah, get her on the pill, dude. Get on the pill. She was. There's some. There's some complications. Oh yeah, Definitely. They all say that because you know they don't want to take it. No, no, no. There's some. Believe me, it's a buzz saying. There's some serious surgical complications. But this coming from a guy who's had three babies from three different baby mamas. <laughs> what? But something happened where. I bought the box of condoms. There are three condoms in the box. I come home yesterday. I opened the box of condoms. Only two of them there. <laughs> Only two of them left. What? So I wake up in the morning. The the condoms back in there, opened. Someone steal my condoms. They're just stealing my condoms. All right, you're They're bringing it back. <laughs> you're being a dick. <laughs> How dare you? Are you kidding? Is that what you interrupted me getting into the whole flow of the show for? So you can make fun of the fact that somebody broke into my apartment, <laughs> wore my favorite shirt, came back later, put the shirt back, and then locked my apartment door with their deadbolt? Is yeah. that what that was? That was, that was a whole long, drawn-out personal joke at you. Yes. <laughs> You're such a and dick. And I'm glad he brought that up, man, because that's never going to die, dude. I mean, that was the weirdest thing ever. The greatest thing about being on Sunday is that nobody has any idea of what we're talking about. So to me, it's dead. <laughs> 1 800 636 1067 202 4327. El Hefe's Hideout. If we got to give big ups to our dog, J.D., man, who has revamped the website a little bit. Yeah. Great new look to it. It doesn't really look like his website does, hybridradio.net. It is a, a great look with the bio, the news, the lounge, which is the message board. they got a chat form in there. And he did exactly what I wanted him to. We our very first t-shirts when do didn't you say you had a buddy spoon who could make t-shirts for yeah it? yeah i got somebody that can do it for us i want it to be a billboard but maybe we should start small with t-shirts or like jerseys 
Jersey's not a bad idea. Yeah. But whatever the case, I wanted to say El Jefe's hideout can't undermine natural talent. <laughs> the C really big, the U really big, the N really big, and, of course, the final letter really big as well, because I can't spell it out what I want to, but it would be an acronym. Can't undermine natural talent. Just huge so that... Uh, we can, um, you know, get our point across. That you can't undermine natural talent. And then there's also some real fun and funny for you to look at as well. Um, in addition to that, you can also email us at ejhideout at yahoo.com. But, of course, the phone numbers, 800-636-1067, 202-432-1067. Pretty important for you because coming up later on tonight, uh, we will have our WWE SummerSlam prize packs. Don't miss WWE SummerSlam uh, coming up Sunday, August 24th. Uh, only on in-demand pay-per-view for your local Comcast, your Cox Cable System. Call them to order digital customers. Uh, very easy WWE SummerSlam prize pack. We're going to do that coming up a little bit later on as Freddie. Freddie is going to be joining us in studio tonight. Yes, that Freddie. I don't know how he did it. Fidel, uh, one of our producers, has lined up Freddy Krueger to be in studio nice. on this grand weekend of Freddy versus Krueger. Before we get to that, or Freddy versus Jason, I mean. Also, we're going to talk about the blackout that happened in New York. Did you hear that it's all originating from Ohio? <laughs> really? That's the latest word that I've been seeing from everything is that it started in Ohio. Ohio is such a hole. They can ruin anything. They can ruin the football hall of fame. They can ruin the rock and roll hall of fame. Everything's ruined in that, in that state. Really crappy football teams. But I heard Canada. Well, that was the original thing with now it's... Canada. And it was so funny. Did you see the Canadian president who was like, can America take blame for anything? <laughs> no. Why is it always Canada's fault? Because you got a bunch of French people there. So, um, but that was the latest word. But we're going to get into that a little bit, little bit later on. Also, too, uh, Fidel Punani here with us. But I'm so excited because yesterday we were talking about the skins, Spoon, the whole talk of El Jefe's hideout last Sunday night was you missing the plane yeah. for North Carolina. Finally passed that crap, man. Did you make it to FedEx Field? I was there. I was there at like 12.30. Were you really? <laughs> yeah. The game didn't start till 8. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so how was it, man, being on the sideline there? It was great. Live it, uh, once again, uh, for those of you that maybe didn't catch on or haven't been listening to the radio all week long, Spoon was the talk of WJFK because of the fact he was worked for seven hard years toward his dream, and it's actually a sad dream of holding a parabolic mic. On the no, side. I mean just to be involved with the Redskins. Come on, on the sideline of a Redskins football game, finally had the chance, and he missed the plane to his there very first opportunity. Oh. So that's what we talked about all week long, and we talked about that. Sunday. So I like to say that we broke that story. We broke. We the definitely story. did. And we had the exclusive. Absolutely. And here's one of your things in, in, in the mind of a radio talk show personality or anything is whether or not what happens with the staff is if it's going to be relatable. You know, I was like talking about Spoon being an f up. Is that relatable? And everybody's <laughs> like, yeah, because everybody has f ups that they work with. Everybody has some guy that's banged three different chicks and got them pregnant, got three babies from the different baby mamas. It's relatable. So as it turns out, I was like, all right, cool. And it was funny. And a lot of people, you know, talked about how funny it was. And then Ron and Fez covered it during the 11 o'clock hour. Yeah. Don and Mike even talked about oh, it. Oh, they killed me. Now, here's the thing. 
Oh, no. Can we bring this up? No. I think I don't we want to. I think we should. All right, but I don't just know don't what's say going it. On. Don't say it. Don't say. Okay, Don and Mike, they didn't refer to Jackass's spoon. Yeah. They, they referred to him as his real name. Because you've been here at JFK for how long? Like, uh, well, this is my seventh year with the Redskins, but full time, like four and a half years. So they know me as this person. And, you know. They don't want to give credence to our show, so they're just going to call me by my regular name. Now, you were you were on the phone live with uh, Don and Mike. Yeah. Why don't you give the hideout a shout-out? No, don't do that. That's Dude, the on last... their show, are you crazy? That's, that's the last thing I want. Okay? I'm not looking yeah. for that. Why are you starting trouble? Once that happens, oh, yeah. man, it's going to be bad. But whatever the case, though, like seriously... It showed that you could actually have a very cool radio name, given your last name, yeah, and you chose but, Spoon. But Spoon is a name I've been given. It's not like something made up by me. Even when your dad you came in earlier this week, didn't he even say, what, yeah, the, hell is, yeah. what the hell is Spoon? No, Why he didn't say like that. Spoon? He was like, his name is blah, 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 not Spoon. Because, you know, my dad's just saying... Let's just, you don't have to look at my son like some radio star. <laughs> just look at him like a regular guy. Now, now check this out. What if I'm... Check oh, my God. Who the hell is? Somebody already eyeing, eyeing what is us that? a very nasty picture. Oh. <laughs> That's Punani upstairs while he's hitting the dump button. Um, it's a picture of a guy using his own uh, unit what if? and putting it somewhere. Or your food comes out. No, no. Yeah. That was pretty nasty. That totally derailed me. But anyways, um, what if I'm such a genius that I missed that flight on purpose for material? You, Shut up. You think? We got no. plenty Is of it material. possible? No. So you want to be? Think so? You want to be known as the guy that missed the plane? <laughs> you want to be known as the guy that has hey. three babies from three different baby mamas? No, 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 no. That's where Spoon's I, I don't want to be known as that. That's where Spoon's coming from. So. What was it like, though, being on the field next to the, like, which side of the field were you on? Were you on the Redskins side or the, uh, who are they even Patriots. Called? Patriots side. I was on the Patriots side, which uh, one of their kicking coaches is a, sorry about that, one of their kicking coaches is a real prick, man. I was, like, standing, I was standing within my limits where we're supposed to be. There's, like, this dotted yellow line. We're allowed to stand right behind it. And uh, he, Vinatieri was warming up, and he was, like, kicking into the post. Uh, and this guy had a, I don't even know how to do the New England accent, but he had a thick New England accent. And he, how do you know he's even from New England? Bro, I could tell by his voice, or Canada, or somewhere up north. Okay. He just had, he had a northern accent, so he was like, uh, can you please step away while he's warming up? I'm like, hey, sorry, everybody's trying to get their place here. But anyways, I was so close to the Redskins cheerleaders that I was getting slapped with their head. They would move their hair real fast, and it would like... Slapped me on the back of the neck. What did it smell like? Oh, they all smelled great, man. I, I mean, I just looked forward for every time they were right near them. And it was most of the time because they have, like, a set of uh, about 12 cheerleaders in each corner. You know, like, quarter it up in, you know, the football field. In each quarter, they had, like, 12 cheerleaders. So I'm, like, right in between them, dude. How do they look up close? They look, you know, that's the thing. Three years ago, the Redskins cheerleaders sucked. They were not that good, you know. Like, they were okay, but cheerleaders, you would think, are hot. These girls were hot. One looked like your wife, actually. I was like, hey. My ex-wife? Your ex-wife. I'm sorry. Thank you. She's probably got a new job I haven't talked to her I was her like, hey, what's going on? I'm not receiving that alimony, eh? Sweet, <laughs> sweet honey brown skin. And they were wearing these white leather, like, mid-cheek 
shorts, dude. Where ass is hanging out? Oh, my God. Cheeks for weeks, brother. <laughs> it was just cheeks for weeks. And they would just bend over and do all kinds of crazy stuff because they have to be really animated. You know, for the fans. I mean, they're now I could just see Spoon over there, like kind of holding the public <laughs> mic to the side and just kind of doing the perverted hair sniff to the <laughs> like, No, I don't. Oh. I'm the sniffing. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, and it's, oh. all, it's all coming through over the broadcast. Yeah. And you can. You <laughs> Did could, you ever hear me? You could hear him off of. Did you strike up a conversation with any? No. Here's man. the thing about Spoon. I'm not there for that. Here's the thing about Spoon. <laughs> but it was tough. Spoon Spoon does it the way Spoon does it. Yeah. And so I would have figured at some point you're just sh striking up a, a, a conversation with the girlies. <laughs> right? I, I guarantee if you had that drop, drop with them, he'll be playing that I all would. around. The... Here's what you ought to do. I say you get business cards. Yeah. I say you get business cards that say <laughs> Howard Stern Board Op, the oldest Stern Board Op in the country. Uh, sound director for El Jefe's Hideout, also known as, known as Spoon. And then you hand it out to the cheerleaders as you're walking up and down the sidelines. It's got like your cell phone on there and email and stuff like that so your chick doesn't find out about it. <laughs> what chick? What happened? What chick? What happened? Let me tell you, there was a... Dave and Buster has really spun this whole thing on. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm realizing the effects of Spoon the Radio Guy. Wait a second. What about, <laughs> what about Spoon? This is the other thing that's so upsetting, man. Dude, really I'm so sorry, but, like, it's just happening for me, bro. I don't know what to tell you. What happened? So I'm at, you know, Dave and Buster's, and I see, With like... the Ron and Fez show a couple weeks right, ago. Right, right, right. I see this girl that I've known forever, but I haven't seen her in 10, 12 years. Okay. You know, she's like, hey, what's been going on? I haven't seen you forever. I'm like, hey, what's going on? She's like, yeah, I do promotions now, blah, blah, blah. Right. I have my own company. Oh, really? Yeah, she's out of Greenbelt. She has her own company, and she's doing well. And, like, uh, you know, so she'll hook up with, like, bars and um, and also, like, liquor companies to promote and certain liquors. <laughs> to promote certain liquors, but she, like, hires girls. You know, really hot-looking girls to come out to her. I got place. you. Okay. Like spoke model people. Right, mm -hmm. right. Definitely that type. Just as hot as our spokesmodels. So I go out there, you know, say hello, catch up on old times. At Dave & Buster's. No, no. She had a promotion this past Friday. Whoa, wait a second. No, wait a minute. It was How long Friday? Have, let's set it up, though. How long have you been with your chick? Three years? No, let's not go to that part. Well, Let no, me just we, tell you this story. you got to bring people in. You've uh, been in with your chick two for years. two, two years. Two years. And you decide on some random Friday. No, no, no. I mean, wait. You're going to go to the promotion of Dude, an ex-girlfriend. Wait, yeah, wait, wait, yeah, wait. Yeah, everybody be quiet. I mean, she wasn't really a girlfriend. I didn't, know, I didn't know you were going out there for two years. She's only 17, man. She... <laughs> You're such a dumbass. She's not 17. Uh, so anyway, She's young now. Continue, though. Okay. So you so we, go to this promotion Friday night. Right. To see this girl. Well, she's working the whole time. So, you know, she's kind of busy. She's going around talking to everybody, trying to introduce them to her product. Mm -hmm. Well, one of her, like, girls that works with her is supposed to be, you know, giving out shots and stuff. She just sits down, starts talking to me. And she's like, so what do you do? I'm like, yeah, I work on the radio. She's like, oh, my God, what station? I'm total, I'm a total radio geek. I'm like, really? At 106.7? Oh, my God, Ron and Fred and Donnie. Yeah, I love them. They're awesome. This girl was hot, too. What she look like? She was, ah, she's about 5'8", really thin, like a one or a two. And, you know, blonde, curly hair, hot, 
hot. That's all I can say. She's smooth, man. And like she was a, one of the spokesmodels. Yeah, yeah. Okay. She was one of these models. So, you know, I'm talking to her, and she's like, what do you do? Blah, blah, blah. And uh, I said, yeah, I'm Spoon. If you ever, you know, if you're really into the Ron and Fez show, they've mentioned me a few times. So you should know who I She's like, Spoon? You're Spoon? Oh, my God. No way. You're lying. You are not that guy. What? I was like, no, nah, I totally am, really. She's like, oh, my God. So, so nice to meet you. Did you yeah. tell her you're about five years away from retirement? That <laughs> <laughs> you're an old-ass bad. <laughs> so did you get her number? Yeah. Did you really? Yeah, so I'm here to see, you know. Is she listening now? I, she might be. Run away. She might be. Run away. <laughs> Turn Whatever. the radio off. Pretend like you never met Spoon. You're going to end up with three kids. El Jefe. He's going to end up verbally, ver verbally abusing you in two years. Wow. Yeah. So What you about know, your girl now? It's What about her, dude? I mean, we've been in... <laughs> she's out of there. I mean... Well, she's been in so many fights. No. Well, she's in the process. I heard. Of, uh, when was it? Was it three weekends ago when we had the uh, Malibu come in from AmazingEntertainment.com? Oh, that was a huge fight. Whenever you got that lap dance. Yeah. One of the See, and that's part of the problem. Disturbing lap dances ever. <laughs> you, you basically had sex with this girl <laughs> in studio, but you just had your boxer shorts on. Well, she wasn't that good looking. I had to make her feel good. So, oh, you know, I had to shut act, up. I had to act like I was into it. But anyway, <laughs> so after that, when you came home, your chick had your, your bags packed, didn't she? she had, no, she had her bags packed. Why didn't I'm not, bro, no. Nah. Why didn't you just kick her to the curb then, man? Uh, you know what? In hindsight, I should have. Dubs, what have I been telling you from day one whenever we met Spoon? I, my goal is to get him to break up with his current girlfriend. <laughs> I don't know. You succeeded. I have like this sinister thing in me. I'm really close to the devil where I just, I, I want evil, bad things to happen to people. And so, and I like, I, I fixate on this one thing and everything that I've done with the show concerning Spoon. Is to dog me out. Is to get you... Broken up from that ball and chain that you're with. It's also to derail me from any women. No, I want you. To, I want you to get chicks. <laughs> so not pregnant though. Yeah. No, absolutely. So not. you got the ex-girlfriend you're working, who's got a very good job, and you got one of her spokesmodels you're working. Well, yeah. Like, I don't know if I'm working, but you know. Yeah, you are. Don't lie. Yeah, it'd be cool to hang out every now and again. <laughs> yeah, because that's all you could do with an ex-girlfriend is just hang out. <laughs> Nobody ever thinks, man, remember when I used to bend it? That was great. No. <laughs> Let's just talk about uh, no, the, the, the power grid It wasn't situation. like that. We were pretty young, so, you know. Oh, yeah. How old? It was, uh, she's young like, to him. Is I, think I, was, I think I was 17. I think she was like 14. <laughs> Did you hit? Don't lie. No, no. <laughs> Dubs back up in the mic. Dubs back up in the mic. Whatever, I was still a minor too, dude. You know what I mean? It wasn't like. Well, I guess, I guess in 1950, it wasn't that. No, real funny. Obscure to do that, you know. But anyways, yeah. So I was, I was amazed that this girl actually knew who I was. Mm -hmm. Now it made me feel good. Her eyes are all sparkling. Oh my God, Spoon, you're so funny. <laughs> That's such crap, man. Because I, he's I, making dude, up Don't now. hate. Don't hate. Come on. I, it up I didn't even no. get, I didn't even get much love when we went to the this live girl, broadcast. This girl can call in if she wants to. Go ahead and call in if you want to. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. I wanted to invite you to OzFest, man. I came down. There was this thing. I have four tickets to OzFest. I promised it was going to be me, 
and my wife at the time with Dubs and his chick. <laughs> well, obviously that's not going to work since I've been divorced since I got the tickets in like March. So what I decided for the last, I don't know, month, I've been looking for somebody to go with me to OzFest this Friday at Nissan Pavilion. I still got the tickets for Dubs and his chick. And here's the thing, man, seriously. I want to bring a date and I want to bring a chick, Dubs, but it'd feel really uncomfortable. Because I know that your chick and my chick, like, got along and, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to look like an ass in front of your chick bringing a new girl out to the you show. You know what? She already thinks you're an ass. So you don't have anything to worry about. I mean, just bring bring some skank hoe. Uh-huh. And uh, I'll work it for you. I'll, I'll We'll feed her drinks and whatever. And you just talk about how great I was in Michigan. Oh, yeah. Well, well, you can talk about, like, what like you'd like to talk about, your high school days. Oh, Stop! You love talking about high school. You're wingman. That's so cute. Hey, I'm there for him. All right. Well, fair well I, I decided against that though, because it, it, to me, it's not going to be, it's not going to be worth it. But um, I'm, I've, I've invited Spoon. So Spoon, if you would do me the honor, <laughs> I'd like to take you to Ozfest. Oh, what a moment we're having. Here's the thing, though. Spoon and, I, nice. Spoon and I have been at odds for a while. And I feel like in like the last month we were really getting along and like we're really getting a flow together, you know what I mean? So I wanted to give a nice gesture. I wanted to take him to Ozfest so he could see Marilyn Manson, maybe understand why I love Manson so much. By the way, mandatory Manson coming up. Of course, if it's all half face hideout, you're gonna have mandatory Manson. But um, this is all contingent on you bringing your PlayStation 2 to me. Oh man! And giving it to me. Remember last week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're right. You're right. What happened? Are you gonna well, if uh, my chick happens to leave that item, which if she's listening now, she won't. Damn. <laughs> then you know I'll bring it. Did she buy you that? Yeah, dude. It was like a crazy. She bought you. The and I offered it up on the air. She brought you to the PlayStation 2, and you're offering to sell it to me for 50 bucks. <laughs> Is that all your her memories are worth to you is $50? I realize that sounds bad, but, a, you know, we never for, used it. I mean... A night for four at Chili's. That's all she's worth to you <laughs> in her memories. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fair enough. I'm down with that. Yeah, what do you care? You're getting a PlayStation 2 for 50 bucks. Hell yeah, dog. <laughs> I'm all over that, man. So, um, it turns out Friday night after the show... Dubs and I went with Fezzi over to Bridges again. And I'm just going to have this story. It seems like every weekend I'm going to have a story about Bridges. This bar here in Fairfax, up the street from the, bar, or up the, street from the station. This guy, Spoon, and let me, you're, you're a ladies' man. So you may actually know something, may know something a little bit about this. Do you go to bars and, like, pick up on chicks sometimes? No, man. You've never done that? Like, no. not even in your younger days? You didn't go not, to clubs? Not, like, by myself. No, not by yourself. Well, but. yeah, when I first turned 21 and 22, sure, yeah, I did that. Now it's I, just kind of creepy. I bet you pulled in a lot, didn't you? Uh, one-nighters, eh, you know. I, you know what, dude? I always, like, was friends with girls. Like, girls would call me, and I'd go out with her and, like, five of her friends, you know, to the mall. I was oh, always okay. down with that because, hey, I knew one of them so I would eventually hook up with. So you were gay. You had a bunch of girls. Well, <laughs> Whatever it takes. It's so funny you say about knowing one of them. Because here's what I saw, and you were there with me, Dubs. So we're at Bridges, and I've gone through this whole thing, too, where I try to write down something at the end of the day, because you learn something new every day. And so I've started to keep this digest of, of, of this, like, little um, diary of what I've learned. Are the last three weeks, Spoon is the man. i got to be nice to Spoon. So Spoon on, is carrying us. On, yeah. On, <laughs> I'm just kidding. On Friday, 
we're at Bridges, and so the music is going. You know, they got a hot ass song going. Everybody's doing the Humpty Hump. And there's this sitting there in the middle of the dance floor are these three chicks. And it's the usual, like, chick setup. You know, the three girls are going to the bar. There's the super hot one who's the leader. There's the other one who's, like, hot... But she's not so sure of herself. Right. So, you know, the super hot almost, one. Almost a girl that's hot but awkward in her own skin. Exactly. Where she's dancing, but she doesn't know how quite to dance. You know what I mean? And she's kind of working it, but you know that it's tough for her. But the hot one's, like, going away, and she's freaking, and she's, she's a hooker waiting to happen. A stripper waiting to happen, okay? And then you got the fat one. Now she's not she's not overly fat, but she's the chunky overweight one. She's she's just fat enough not to be wearing the black party pants. <laughs> yeah. right, right, right. Okay, fair it up. Her ass is like I don't know, like two hams fighting over a milk bed. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Like little pigs in a bag oh. trying to fight to get out. Right. You know what I mean? Two puppies in a blanket. This guy <laughs> this guy comes up in the middle of the triangle of chicks and pulls the smoothest move that I've ever seen. This is almost going to be El Jefe's public service announcement. Guys, if you ever want to score with the hot chick at the bar, here's what you do. So he walks up, you know, small dance floor at Bridges. He's walking up, and he immediately, with the, the, the triangle of girls, goes up to the fat one and starts dancing with the fat one. Ah, not bad, not right. bad, okay. So automatically he's, like, marking that he's, you know, he's a cool guy. He's willing to dance with the fat girl. He's got a good look going. But what happens, he's sitting there and he's dancing with a fat girl. And then, like normally happens when it's a group of girls that all kind of dance on the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the hot girl comes up behind. And she's deciding she wants to dance and get freaky with him. He turns around and puts up the, his, his hands to say, hey, hold on a second. I'm dancing with your friend. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. So, you've got to be kidding me. So, so the, and now the hot girl is like, whoa. And, and, and the, guys, the best thing you could ever do is play hard to get. When it comes to a hot chick, because she thinks she can get anybody. So when she gets turned down, it's that thrill of the chase. If he turned me down, oh, no, he didn't. Right. Now I got to get him. Right. So he's sitting there and he's dancing with the fat girl for a little while, all within the span of one song. Then he goes over to the semi-awkward girl, just telling, just like the way that she's dancing with a, with a guy. He, she's not a good light. You know what I mean? Not at all. Yeah, she's a she's a fish out of water. Exactly. And he's just squirming around, doesn't look right or whatever. Finally, by the end of the song, he ends up with the hot girl. And one song he's gone from the fat girl to the awkward girl to the hot girl. And at this point, the the, the hot girl's like, God damn, I won. I got it. And she's freaking all up on him like I'm on J-Dubs right now. Uh, working it. Working it. Ends up leaving the bar with her that night. Nice. It was so funny to see. Now you're you're missing a little bit of the, the story here. When he was uh, when he was dancing with her, he uh, kind of you know didn't really give her the good dance that she wanted. Uh huh. At the end of the song, he's like, "All right," walks away from her. Doesn't even talk to her. Doesn't even say, "Hey, what's your name?" or anything. Walks away. Another song comes on. Here he comes back with a drink for her. With a drink for. Her, and the best thing is when they're the two of them are sharing drinks. Yeah. The fat girl sitting there, sipping on her beer, watching him, feeling like a used, 
uh, wipe rag. Wipe rag. <laughs> she got completely hosed and used. And he's sitting there dancing with a hot girl and ends up taking her home that night. Yeah, that's a pretty nice move. It was one of the sweetest moves, dude, I swear, that I have ever seen. We were colored commentating the whole thing the whole time, you know. We're just, you know, like... Uh, Almost, yeah. All right, now he goes to, uh, we're, we're calling the whole thing what we was going to do next, you know? And we saw it. We saw it yeah, lay saw out beautifully. It. We saw the whole progression before it happened. So, when, again, guys, when you go to the bar, you start with the fat one, you work to the awkward one to get the hot one jealous, and then you go to the hot one, and you, you're in, automatic. And it, and it doesn't fail. The herds always travel like that. You always have the fat one, the medium one, and the hot one. What if you get turned down by the fat girl? Oh, God, just go home and chat to before. It's happened before. <laughs> then you make fun of her. <laughs> that's what, that's, that's like, right. Get out of it. It's like, what? What? <laughs> I don't want to dance with you anyway. You're, your number two stinks. That's right. Cup so does game. mine. You know, now that I look at this room, <laughs> I kind of look at it for a second. I'm the fat girl. <laughs> Dubs is the awkward one. And I guess Spoon's the hot one. Oh, the way yeah. I look around this room... Dubs is a good-looking guy, though. Yeah. I'm the guy. I'm, I'm the fat girl <laughs> sitting in the corner drinking my drink. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, we'll him. agree on that one. <laughs> You're Michelob Ultra. Thank you. You know what? I love that Michelob Ultra. I don't, I don't know how you can. It's just like, you know... Uh, it's, they're, a it's, they're a proud sponsor. I know, but you can like it. I don't... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say I love it. Uh huh. Because it's like Michelob Light. I love Michelob Light, but Michelob Ultra is like Michelob Light passed through. You know what's so funny too? My whole thing about drinking Michelob Ultra because the whole thing is that it's low calorie and it's low carb and stuff. Is in my mind, if I save all those carbs from drinking at the bar. That means I can stop off at Son of an Eleven and get a, an ice cream sandwich. This guy, this guy every oh, time we leave anywhere, he has to stop by Seven Eleven and get an ice cream sandwich. An ice cream sandwich, or one of those, one of the, the the best ones are the ones where it's cookies. It's cookies with ice cream in the middle. All right, we'll go out. Me, me and El Jefe will go out and have the biggest dinner in the world. You know? Uh huh. And then we'll be driving back up to the station. He's like, damn. I got a sweet tooth. <laughs> we I, just, a, I do, man. I got a sweet tooth. What do you want me to do about it? We just it? ate a three-course meal. I don't know how you can have any room for a sweet tooth, but you find the room, and you get your ice cream sandwich. 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. At some point this evening, we're going to chat with a moral fan, our buddy who went down to the University of Tennessee and see how his first week of school is doing because he is our little brother. We're playing Big Brother for this future radio star. Also, too, WWE SummerSlam prize packs to give out uh, probably within the next 30 minutes. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Watching Freddy versus Jason on Friday led to a number of interesting questions for me, Dubs. Some yeah. of which I want to ask you, and some of which, one of them in particular, I want to get your cousin on the phone for. Okay. we got to talk to Bi Curious BJ. He'll be live from Fowlerville, Michigan. Oh, hell yeah. When we get back, El Jefe side out 106.7. Hey, funny thing about Fowlerville, Michigan, the Harley Fest going on this weekend. Woo! WJFK. Working harder than an overweight stripper. Stripper. Can I say something? Fat girl shouldn't dance. El Jefe side out. That's pretty good. On 106.7 WJFK. You're listening to Cameron Gray's Man Crush. You have 11 new messages. Just check it in. Give me a ring. I'm at 555-4329. Cameron. I'm at a payphone. 
crush on uh, me, developed one on dubs, and hell, probably even Spoon here, because he gave Spoon a second chance with the parabolic mics. What do you, you owe that guy, man. Oh, I know. You, and he knows that, and I've told him that. What are you going to do? I just promised to do the best job anybody's ever done on the parabolic mics, buddy. The usual, <laughs> the usual hookup? Yeah, give him a nice HJ. <laughs> what oh, Cameron. A little H around? Oh. No, no. Oh. In no. my face. In my oh, face. No, but I probably should, though, man. It wouldn't hurt your chances. <laughs> Welcome back into our Half A's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Again, this is the usual Saturday night show uh, done on Sunday evenings. El Jefe, J-Dub, Spoon, Johnny Punani. We brought Fidel to hang out uh, with us during this segment. Uh, JFK, El Jefe, E-L-J-E-F-E, the AOL for broadband and some messaging. And, of course, there's always El Jefe.tk with the website. I was looking online and saw on the AOL for Broadband that Freddy vs. Jason, the number one movie this weekend, $36.4 million. And and go ahead. Does the, uh, does the weekend uh, stop on Saturday night or does yeah, it carry it over Sunday? I think what happens is that they project what's going to happen through Sunday based oh, okay. on certain numbers. I'm, I'm pretty sure like the official official ones probably aren't out until tomorrow morning. But that's the estimate, $36.4 million for Freddy versus Jason. And probably would have been a lot higher if it hadn't have been rated R. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely wouldn't have been as good a movie, though. Still, that movie was huge for a Freddy versus Jason or any kind of Nightmare on Elm Street or horror movie of that kind of. Yeah, they said that was, like, grossed as much money as, like, Jason X and... All the previous Jasons before, like, I don't know, 6 through 10 or something, had already grossed them more money uh, than those had. What do you think of the movie? Uh, Spoon, did you see it? No, I don't like horror movies, man. Really? I don't. What's the problem with horror? I'm like a woman, man. They, I mean, not that they scare me, but just like the whole thing of trying to be scared. I mean, you know, I just don't get it. I'm going to go to a movie and try to be scared by it. You know what's so funny <laughs> is that that's... Again, we always tease you about like being black or whatever. Like you're you're our color on the show because you right. grew up in what Capitol Heights, District Heights, District Heights, like you, right next to each other. You grew up in the hood, and that's like the the black mentality. In fact, is, is it, it is it Eddie Griffin? Somebody does a very funny one of the, some comedian, black comedian, does this very funny comedy bit about. Why am I going to go and try to get scared like white people do? Going to the movies, going like skiing, bungee jumping, that's for white folks. Oh, really? For me, I walk down the street, that's scary. You know what I mean? And that's the bit. That makes a lot of sense for you, though. Like, why would I try to go be scared when there are other things in life that are just scary enough? Well, I don't know if that's what I'm thinking about, but I don't know. There's just something about it. Like, especially the ones that are, like, true. Like, what is that movie, The Exorcist or whatever? 
that happened in Georgetown, you know, with the little girl, the head spin around. What it that happened in Georgetown? Yeah, you didn't know that? Mostly it happened like in the 30s or the 40s. But yeah. I didn't know that was based on Wow, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I could not watch it. I'm like, oh, okay. That freaked me out. No. Well, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Did you see the preview for the new one? I've seen it a couple times. Oh, and that looks so good. It does look pretty good. It looks like they're combining the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre with, like, the one that Matthew McConaughey did, where you get to know right. the family a little bit more and the whole thing. I'm telling you, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, don't, we're actually going to do some horror movie trivia here in a little while with Freddy Krueger to give away the WWE SummerSlam. But it's not going to be the same unless the villain of the movie hangs that chick on the meat hook. Like oh. through her neck, and yeah, like they, the other ones, they didn't do that kind of stuff. That was like the freakiest thing. So if he does that to Jessica Biel, I'll be so happy. Yeah, and you you uh, grew up in Texas. Grew up in be, Texas. That'd be so scary seeing that movie that young. Oh, and when you're driving uh. through like counties, like Travis County and other counties in Texas, where it, it's nothing. literally nothing. And I know for here, and especially maybe you, Spoon, grew up here, and it's hard to imagine driving like 60 miles at a town uh, at a time between towns having nothing but like little gas stations yeah. and not even like mobile or exxon or something it's like you know right yeah. billy <laughs> billy bob's gas and guzzle or whatever you know or just like gas station because it's the only one in the town you know what i mean yeah, like liquor just... store exactly but one of the coolest things about freddie versus jason was the chicks they really did a great job of getting very hot chicks and a lot of boobs, man. Really? I mean, big, yeah. fake, floppy boobies. It was getting killed. It was beautiful, getting killed, getting rammed, a lot of blood everywhere. But the funniest thing that I found odd was that all the chicks with the big, fake boobs were supposed to be in high school. Well, that's how all of them have always been. All of them, like, they'd like, they'd like show these people at summer camp. And they're like 30. How yeah. many 30-year-old people went to summer camp? Well, no, but they're the camp counselors. No, not all the time. No, yeah. In the first one, yeah. In the first they one, They were all yeah, counselors. But, like, like, if you ever watch, like, uh, Jason 5 or, you know, any of those ones, they're actually supposed to be there camping. There's, like, a whole group of them. There's no counselors. There's just a bunch but of But it's not like adults. they're in camp, like they're little kids. They're just camping out. Yeah, but you don't see 30 grown people getting together in a camp unless they're you're developed, yeah unless you're filming it for real I mean, sex i mean i know i know with the freddy versus jason movies and the horror movie genre and stuff you're supposed to suspend a lot of disbelief and you know you get over the fact that freddy could be real or jason could be real or whatever it was just really tough for me to get over the fact that all these really hot chicks in high school had these big fake boobs it was really tough for me well, to get over that. I, you know what? These days, I think I'm that's sure a new trend. Yeah. Actually, these days, chicks in high school have some huge knockers. Now, is it because Dude. they're fat or they got they're, they're oh, fake? All on the pill. I, actually, I think it's a, a whole lot of yeah stuff like the pill and yeah. stuff like you know all these hormones being injected into every bit of food we eat. Okay. What happened to Bi Curious BJ? We lost him. We got to get Bi Curious BJ back on the phone for us. But but with that though, um, I, so that was a little bit. It was tough for me to get over. But also one of the funny things about the chicks in the movie was this Kelly Rowland from Destiny's Child. Oh. She couldn't be a worse actress. Really? Well, she could, and she her name would be Beyonce. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't think she did that bad. I, she was atrocious. She was like it reminded me of a very bad high school play. 
You know? And no. Seriously. <laughs> you you drama club people always think you're a much better actor or actress than anyone. That's true. I was in the drama club, man. I was too, man. I was a I plays in high school. <laughs> Which, what, what, what plays did you do? Um, I did this one play where I was kind of like, uh, you remember um, the Cosby? No, Macbeth. The Cosby Show, and uh, he had this friend like, um, what's the kid's name? What's what's the different world? No, 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 no. the Cosby Show. You were Dwayne, the boy, Malcolm Jamal Moore, yeah. whatever his name. Malcolm the dude that played his uh, friend on the Cosby cockroach? Show. Cockroach. Yeah, I had to be the cockroach <laughs> character. This guy like. Wait a second. So you guys would get old scripts from the Cosby Show and act no, them no, out? I was, just, I was just trying to make. An... Come on. Is that what y'all did in district? I'm trying to make an analogy. All right, listen. Were you in Brigadoon? I had to play like the bad friend, like the the friend that influenced you in the wrong way. This, like this kid, he, he played... was doing high school. Let me finish. He played the dog on Annie. <laughs> Were you the Sinbad character when you guys would do a different world? Was it like, <laughs> hey, was it like Boner in uh, Growing Pains? Were you like that kid? <laughs> right. Remember like Boner? No, Boner was just the... Boner's the bone? <laughs> That's him. Were you Jimmy Gibbler? <laughs> so anyways, this kid in high school... F y'all. <laughs> I'm going to tell it anyway. This kid in high school got his girlfriend pregnant, and I was trying to tell him, you know, tell her to have an abortion, and if she doesn't walk away, <laughs> you know, you're on your own, honey. Basically, that's but. ironic. This was the play. So, as you can imagine, I pulled it off pretty well. <laughs> it's old hat. It's shocker. One eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six. Remember Carlton from uh... <laughs> <laughs> Carlton this, Banks? This yeah, Carlton, Carlton Banks. But he was playing the one from Silver Spoons when oh, he was oh, 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 oh. Michael Jackson, dude. The, the yeah. break dancer. So anyway, this Kelly Rowland. Dubs, you used to date somebody that looked like her? Yeah, I, I, uh, I was seeing this girl for a while that looked exactly like her, but white. Everybody in, he said it too, everybody in Michigan looks black, but white. But white? Like you look like Jay-Z, but white. Yeah, and the story behind her is that uh, my friend, my cousin, by Curious BJ. Who's on the phone with us right now, live from Fowlerville, Michigan. BJ, what's going on, buddy? Not much. Uh, what are you guys up to? Not too much. Talking about uh, Dubs. Is telling us the story about how he used to date a chick in Fowlerville who looked like a white version of Kelly Rowland. Continue with the story, Dubs. So, BJ, you can uh, concur with all this, too. You invite me out to uh, to Metropolis one night, right? Oh, that's what happened. What, <laughs> what's the bar of Metropolis? You, may, you want me to tell a story? Yeah, go ahead. to tell a story. Now, let me give you a visual. By Curious BJ... Looks like Conan O'Brien. The redhead, the freckles, the the face, the big head, <laughs> everything. But how tall is Conan O'Brien? Like 6'2", six, 6'3"? Six, uh, like he's five, like 6'5", six, 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 yeah. I've, I've seen him in person. He's huge. Now, exactly like if you were to have a Coke can, like crunch it down <laughs> until it was like 5'3". And, like, you know, it widens out and everything. Short little no-neck kind of thing. Hey, guys. That's by Curious BJ. So, by yeah, Curious BJ, tell us the story. <laughs> Conan O'Brien retaining water is actually more. There you go. So, okay, so I, go, I meet this chick. We go out to Canada. The first night I met her, everything's going great. I'm thinking, all right, you know, I really dig this chick. Everything's going excellent. And she invites me out to go to this bar in Brighton, Michigan, which is probably about 25 minutes outside of Detroit. Okay. And she says, hey, come meet me out. You know, I'm okay. Can I bring a friend along? Sure, absolutely. So I bring J-Dubs along. All right, so, okay, yeah. Wait, how long did you know her before? I would say probably 
two or three weeks. No, it was, it was like a month and a half. Well, how, well, I knew her, yeah, but I mean, we didn't like... How long had you been working her? I've been working her for probably a couple months. Wow, you've been working her for two months. She finally says, I'm going to go out with you. You say, can I bring a friend along? So you bring your cousin, J-Dubs. Yeah, absolutely. And hey, you know, I'll bring my, my friend along, my cousin along. There you go. Okay. So we go out to the bar, and I'm, I introduce them. Hey, J-Dubs, Alexis, and I introduce them, and... We, just, we go off and we decide to, decide to have a few drinks. Uh-huh. So I don't think anything of it. I go over, I'm talking to her for a little while. I go off and I, I have a few drinks, talking to my friends that were up there. Come back over and I see J-Dubs talking to her. Uh-huh. And, I, and I'm, in my head, I'm, at this time, I'm thinking, this is cool. You know, he's, he's working over. He's buttering up for you. You know, he's <laughs> saying all good things about me. You know? Exactly. And I was. I, was, I never said one bad That's thing about you. That's what do, right? That's what friends do, man. He's buttering her up. <laughs> he's, he's, you're sitting there thinking, you know, <laughs> I've never done forever. BJ's a good kid. He's got a good job in Fallaville at the liquor store. I didn't lie to him. <laughs> yeah, I didn't lie to her. I wasn't going to do that. <laughs> he's got a future. No, I didn't lie to her. Maybe yeah. one day he'll be the manager of the yeah. liquor store. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking, you know, hey, he's, he's, she's telling her how quality I am, and just, I mean, I, all that, of course. And that's what friends do. That's what I would do for him. Okay, Ooh, go, <laughs> go ahead. And so the night continues, and they're talking more and more and more throughout the night. And I'm thinking, then I'm like, all right, what's going on now? <laughs> and, and for, and again, again, though, again, I'm like, all right, you know, she's a friendly girl. She's had a few drinks in her. She's just good, good old-fashioned, friendly conversation. And this is going to be good because when we're going out, she's going to like my cousin. You know, that way it's not going to be awkward when we're all hanging out. Dubs isn't going to feel like a Absolutely. third wheel or whatever. Absolutely. They would have already had some sort of rapport. Absolutely. Now, I want to say this right now. I never approached that girl. She walked up to me and said, I, you know, I never... Initiated a conversation with her. Can you imagine what goes on in the backwoods of Fowlerville, Michigan, with J Dubs by Curious PJ? Farm rape. <laughs> That's about it. So, what ends up happening with you and the chick? Well, we, we ended up later that night, well, later in the, in the evening, I guess, she, we talked for a little bit, and then the end of the night came, and we all went our separate ways. No big deal. I talked to her, she told me to give her a call. She didn't tell you to give her a call. I had already had her phone number. She told me to give her a call. She did not. You were pissed off because you didn't have it yet, and she just gave it to me. She didn't tell me that yet. You never had her phone number. You didn't. You, you, you were, you were, you were, uh, you were uh, kind of uh, passwording between her friends. Say, uh, oh, where's she going to be tonight? Okay, I'll go out there. <laughs> you invited me out there. Uh, you, you were asking for her friends where she was going to go next. Going on, let me tell you what's going on here. What's, what's going on here is he's totally trying to make it sound better for him. Okay, I don't have to. Totally Who'd she go with? And then bust his way in on, on my little thing I had going. Okay. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, though. No, That's cool. Go ahead. Go ahead. Cool. So, anyways, Neil to say, he's like, yeah, man, she, on the way back, he's like, yeah, she gave me your number and told me to give her a call. I was like, look, you're not going to go out with her, with her, are you? Like, give me a break. You know, I told you. I and like, what did I say? Is a bluebird blue? <laughs> you didn't tell me exactly. You're like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. You didn't tell me right away. So, Dubs, to me, to me, you broke not only, like, the guy code, I don't know. You broke, you broke the cousin code. You broke the hold friend on. code. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Recapping the convoluted story, because we got two kids from Fowlerville telling it. Hold on. He said he's been working her for two months. If he works her for two months and hasn't gotten anywhere, nowhere, not a one-on-one not -on -one date yet. And you hung out with her one night. And she wanted it. And she gave you the number. She wanted it.
To me, this is breaking the guy code. 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. I just changed my mind. Actually, now that I think about it that way, I think it's perfectly legit. Yeah. <laughs> really? He wasn't going out with her, right? I mean, no, he didn't know her. You want to hear the, the she liked I gave him? You want to hear the scenario I gave him? Go ahead. I told him, in the end, I told him this. I said, listen, if you want to call her, if you want to talk to her, if you want to hang out, that's fine. I'm going to be, I'm going to be mad about that. But I'm not going to say a word. You, you go ahead and do what you want. But that's going to upset me. But do what you want. <laughs> what are you going to do, Conan? <laughs> so, of course, he goes out. You know, he, I figured that would be like, no, yeah, you're right, man. Bros, bros before hoes, man. Right. Bros before hoes. In no way. He, he, I guess that's not his, his vocabulary. Wow. Well, J Dubs is the worst person in the world. He is. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, he's been to... hanging out since, you know, since we're, you know, herding the pigs. <laughs> <laughs> go to the local. <laughs> he used to. He used to. Did you really? No. Suey, suey, suey. I don't even think there was a pig farm in Fowlerville. No, there's many horse and cow farms, but no pig farms. There you go. Wow. Even there's an emu farm, but there wasn't a horse yeah. and pig farm. But the thing is, BJ, you you knew I was going to call her. You knew it. I, you know I wasn't going to say no. Why would you say no? Why Why wouldn't you? This guy has been there for you. He's... He's a friend, but somehow uh, it's Fowlerville, their cousin. Somehow they're related to. It's like really weird. I can't. I don't know if they're actually just friends or just cousins or what. But there's a whole thing going on there. But my thing is, he's been working this chick for two months. He really has his heart set on this girl. He does a good thing by saying, "Hey, Dubs, you come out with me to hang out with her, make me feel a little bit more comfortable." And you end up stealing her right underneath his big fat head. PJ. <laughs> yeah. What did you used to call me? You used to call me the uh, crow or the. Uh... No, I used to call you. Well, what he was is he was the, he was like he was like a vulture, <laughs> he was like a hawk, and he'd like like he, he was up circling around. He saw what was going on, and then he got his opportunity, just hawed his way in, just came swooping down. So, like a vulture, wow. just a vicious. What ended up happening through the whole thing? They ended up dating for a while, and then she went out. She went back to college, and she went. She ended up moving. It was just like a little bit across state, I guess. But I guess Johnson. I guess he's not in, in, in for a long-term relationship, and that was that. Uh, but, so yeah, long -term, I guess yeah, uh, that. Yeah. I, well, hey, at least that. Love him and leave him. That's my. That's my. If you're gonna steal her from me, at least follow through with the relationship, man. Don't date her for a couple months and dump her off. That's the worst thing. Like, if you're gonna if you're gonna go through the fact where you're gonna steal somebody from your buddy who's been working, you better marry her. He didn't even follow through the. He didn't even give her anything. Nothing. Did you get anything from her, Dubs? Not much. Like what? I'm not going to get into that. Why not? Why? You're such a pussy. <laughs> My girlfriend's listening. It was before her. What happened? No, seriously, it was it was not oral? No. Nothing that far. Nothing. We... Second base? How are her boobs, BJ? The boobs that you never saw and he... Right. He, he blew you out of the water and then didn't do anything. She, I, from what I heard, she gave him the hot Carl, <laughs> he, and he threw him the Bismarck. She went to your listeners, listeners about that. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. He gave her the old, he gave her the old pearl necklace. What? Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. So you ended up using this whore. I stole use her. I did not use her. Stole her away from By Curious BJ. I did not use her one little bit. She, we were uh, seeing each other, dating, whatever, and she moved back up north of Petoskey. And we, we were calling each other back and Toski. forth. <laughs> May as well be Canada. We were calling each other back and forth, and then it just kind of, you know, fizzled out like a bad fart. 
Actually, what is it? You know, like, he's always kind of been like that. Like, if, I'm, if I have a piece of pizza, you know, he wants to buy it, you know. If I, if I have a pop, you know, he, he wants a pop, too. So now here I'm hooking up with this. Of course he wants, he, he wants a little taste, you know? Uh, well, you, you, you didn't taste it yet, though. Well, What's here's that? the thing. With BJ, would yeah. you have gone back for a taste once he was done and used oh, I, her up? No, because they were in a relationship, and you know, I, I have too much respect for him. <laughs> <laughs> once, he had, once he had the thing with somebody, that's his. That's, you know, I missed the out of that. I have respectful. 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Has this happened to you? Did J-Dubs break the guy code? Fidel, you say no? Uh, I mean, seriously. I could see you if, being BJ. Well, you're working a chick for a long time. I would know if after two months, I know that I didn't even have her number yet, and I had to call her friends to find out where she was going to be that night. Well, things are slower. I would know. But just so you know. <laughs> no, I mean, I would somewhat know in my heart. I wasn't okay, this is just for two months. months. I've known her for two months. I didn't start working her until the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like two months of solid you're work. Set, you're sitting it out. Slow, dude. Yeah, but you're being friendly. Everybody I know, even what? for two months, I have their number. It doesn't matter. Here's well, I didn't the... like her like that then. I just knew I just knew. I have their number. I mean, you know. Here's the thing. If Dubs knows that BJ's going after her, it's Dubs' responsibility as a man and as a cousin in Fowlerville to, steal her. to say no. <laughs> no, thank you. It's flattering. But you're here with BJ, not me. She wasn't. She wasn't. There. And she'd probably, that'd probably been news to her. Did she know she was going on a date with you that night, BJ? She knew, yeah. I, I, I'm the one who. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Date. No, no, no. She, she asked me to come. That wasn't a with date, friends. though. And she said to be friends. She, it's not like you went and picked her up. It wasn't a date at all. She said, hey, I'm going, to, I'm going to a bar. You know, if you want to come out and hang out, go ahead. Okay. I did it with Fez the other night. It wasn't a date with Fez. No. The hell? Dobbs didn't know the entire speculation. When I asked him to come, I said, hey, listen, this girl asked me to come out. I kind of like her. I want to come out. Maybe you can meet her. That was all he knew. Oh, my God. That's terrible, dude. I did, Maybe I, you can meet this chick that I'm trying to get something going with. I never asked her for a thing. And when I, I even said to her, so BJ, BJ is mad. B BJ's mad. She's like, why? Exactly. It's your resp it doesn't matter if she doesn't even like him. Yes, it's, it does. No, it doesn't. It's your responsibility to say, no, my buddy, my cousin, whatever it is, really likes you, and I don't feel right as his cousin slash friend taking any of your number or getting involved with you, because I think no, he, that would he break said his heart. Words. What? He said, hey, listen, if I'm ever dating a chick and you want to move in, you, know, that's, you can do that. Yeah, because I, I, I am that secure with who I'm uh, going to be working, you know? And I said, well, this is what I, this is what I say to that. You're, then obviously you're comfortable with that. You're comfortable with that. So if I do that to you, I guess that's fine. But I'm not comfortable exactly. with that. Exactly. respect that. Respect him. <laughs> Luis, welcome into All Half Face Hideout. Louise, no, it's Lewis. Lewis, what's up, buddy? But close. Hey, I had the same situation. Buddy of mine in college, I knew this girl. He really didn't know her, but had seen her, wanted to meet her. I introduced him, but I ended up spending the night with her instead. Now, <laughs> I'll, I'll use the same excuse, and that was, hey, it, it's capitalism, man. She... Oh my God. Exactly. That's a stretch. <laughs> I don't know if you can compare that to capitalism. Right. <laughs> well, it's, it's a free market, man. <laughs> but, you know, but even with that, didn't it, there's got to be some rule when you know your buddy's been working at Shake and he really likes her. You respect your buddy and say, you know what? There are plenty of there are plenty of other fish out there. I'm not going to take the one that my buddy has his heart set on. But well, that fish was good. I wasn't. It was. It was the catch of the day, my friend. 
I, I wasn't quite in that situation. This one was a, a pretty desirable chick, and and I didn't really go after her nearly as much as she went after me. So I'll use the same defense that that whoever's been that Dubs is using. But that's the thing, though. You just say no, and thank you for the phone call, man. One eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. What if you know that your boy's got no chance at all? You still respect his wishes. If a horse breaks a leg, you gotta shoot it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And if, if anybody weighs as much of a horse, it's by Curious BJ. First of all, I can't believe a guy that sounds like this is really worried about a girl this much. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> also, ago. if you spend too much time, like, trying to be a girl's friend, like, beyond, like, two, three weeks, you get to know her and you're a friend, they're going to stop thinking of you in, you know, in, yes. like, the relationship-type way. No, they won't. I, I, promise, I don't know, dude. I promise you they will not. Those initially. Those initially. Those end up being the best relationships where the chick is your friend first and she feels comfortable with you. Yeah. And then everything's all right. But I'm saying a week or two as friends. And then you got to let her know that, look, I want something more than that. Uh, anything past, like, two, three weeks, you're in trouble. But, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking. know, but I'm saying he didn't have a chance with the girl. I'm saying that Dub should have respected what was going on. Yeah, with, maybe so. With Bi Curious BJ. David, welcome into All Half A Side Out on 106.7 WJ. Okay. What's up, fellas? What's up, bro? What's up? A couple of points. First point, whatever, uh, whatever, whatever reasons Dubs comes up with, it, it's indefensible. He's, uh, he's, it's, it's regardless of how long it takes somebody to, to uh, seal a deal with the girl is, is regardless. That's a case-by-case -case basis. You don't move in. A, Are you from Fireville? Because you're telling the story just like one of us. But girls come and go. You might sleep with your, your friend's girlfriend or whatever, but that bitch will be gone in a couple of weeks, and then you still you exactly. ruin your friendship. Well, we didn't right. ruin any friendship. Yeah, thanks, David. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. There was no harm, no foul. BJ, is our uh, relationship intact because of this? We're still boys. Yeah, because I can. Yeah, because in the end, I I can overlook that. Because I mean, BJ's a good person. That's why. BJ is a good person. You've never said that before. Why? Why are you spinning this like this, El Hefe? BJ, this is a no spin zone. <laughs> no. No, that wait. Just apologize to your cousin, man. That's the ratings black hole from noon to two during oh, the week. Yeah. Um, BJ, man, I commend you for being above what Dubs did to you. I don't know how you did it. Um, I think, in some way, man, you're some sort of an American hero. You're the guy, you're the loser. <laughs> you're the loser that we all know that has to take, you know, a year to work a chick. Yeah. And never gets her, and all your buddies in the group bang her. But, <laughs> but at the end... All right, here you go. But at the end, you end up marrying her. So oh. you win. <laughs> you win. <laughs> No, I, I don't. Uh, I don't think I would ask my friends are up in that. No. Okay. Oh my God! Do you get free refills with that? When are you going to come visit us, by curious BJ? When are you going to come out to the big city? I should probably come out before the end of the summer, shouldn't I? Yeah, you yeah, should, man. Come on out. Can you? We get got a, a futon. Can you get a day off? Yeah, I, I got the summer off. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> to <set his> wife <laughs> off? I was actually surprised that like we actually had callers calling in that were like giving like decent actual conversational responses. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm used to, the, to this Lansing call base listeners and yeah this is dc man this is the this is the big time we're in the show well, in fact said two callers and either one of them were high or buzzed on something well, well I, I, wouldn't know that. That. I wouldn't go there yet because now we're going to tommy tommy welcome into i'll have a side out i don't do drugs <laughs> wait maybe tommy and bj we should hook those guys up is this is what this is our tommy about? 
Yes, yes. Well, I was calling the Fendos, but F them now. <laughs> Bye, Curious Tommy. Oh, your ass, Hefe. You know what, too? I hear about that. You know who the new, uh, the new hot couple is? Who? Uh, Tommy and Fidel. They're always IMing each other. Oh, constantly. How sweet. Aww, and he's pretty. Fidel was like, you know, Tommy's really upset that you haven't IMed him back gay, and that you haven't gay, talked to him. Because he's been IMing me every day for the past week. No, you need to tell you to IM him. No, I know. I'm sorry, Tommy. I really haven't been on I'm producing, online much. Damn it. Uh, dude, you're getting set for the uh, world championships of fighting or something? What's going on with that, Tommy? I don't know where you heard that. Fidel, your boyfriend. That's not what I said. Oh my god, I said he trains for UFC or does that kind of stuff. Oh, he likes to he likes to grease up and, and wrestle guys. Slam them down hard. Tommy, defend dubs for a second, man. I was gonna say that I I, I side with dubs. You gotta go for someone that you like. For whatever. Ben likes are too bad for him. See, and thanks for the call, man. It's survival think, of the fittest. I think I he th didn't like her though. Dubs didn't even like her. You just did it because you were trying to steal from me. Oh, you are a jerk. He's man. laughing. <laughs> Let's get a lady's perspective. Lisa, welcome into El Jefe's Ida. Hi, how are you? What's hey. up? Um, if he's been working it for two weeks and doesn't even have a phone number, he's not going to get it. Exactly. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. He didn't do anything wrong. She gave him See. the phone number. He's fine. Well, let me turn it on you, though. It's you and one of your girlfriends. I don't know what you look like. Let's just say that you are fat and dumpy like BJ, okay? So, uh, tell us. <laughs> she looks like Star Jones, probably. Okay. What do you look like? But don't worry about that, because I'm trying to set up the scenario. And then one of your not-so-retarded friends <laughs> ends, up, ends up, you know, picking up a guy that you really liked. Wouldn't you be upset? I'm there in the first place. Wow. Okay. Soulless, I think. I have a question just for you. Uh, is it true that girls within the first five minutes know whether or not they're going to bang somebody? Yeah. It is? That's a lie. So no matter what. I don't what, know, dude. You there's can, a lot of chance. Yeah, I mean, not every case, but I think that's basically true. And not right then and there. I mean, even a year down the line, they know they'd never do it, right? Neither would or they wouldn't. It can grow on you eventually, but... Yeah, yeah, tumor, but yeah who wants to do that? You know, here's my thing. I'd love to have a chick come in one night, hang out for five minutes, and then go in the other room and say, okay, I think I could see myself banging Hefe. I think I could see myself <laughs> not banging Fidel. Because his boobs are bigger than mine. Dude, what are you, what are you wearing today? What's that necklace? Well, it's a like a necklace, dude. All right. Yeah. If anything, you'd appreciate that. It's a that, choker. Button. It looks like... Thank you. How oh, is it? For the phone call. It's, it's, it's made of your friendly... Right, 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 right. By Curious BJ. Yes. Thank you for the story, man. Yeah, no problem. You have so many good stories. They're good. You're going to be our Fowler Real correspondent. Put him back on hold after this, too. Okay, we want to talk to you off the air. <laughs> okay. BJ, good stuff, man. Uh, we are going to take a break. We're really late on the break, aren't we? Yes. All right, let's take a break. Let's come back. And when we come back, we have WWE SummerSlam prize packs. Uh, don't miss WWE SummerSlam live Sunday, August 24th, only on in-demand pay-per-view. Call Camcast or call Cox uh, to order it up right now. BJ, hold on, brother. We're going to get all your info, and uh, we'll be back in a second. If you want to win these SummerSlam prize packs, 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. When we come back, Freddy Krueger live in studio with some horror movie trivia.
El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. El Jefe's Hideout. Who am I? As happy as a runaway slave. Hey, where are the white women at? El Jefe's Hideout. I'm 106.7. 106.7. You're about to go downtown, bitch, right here on the station that plays only platinum hits. WJFK. El Jefe's Hideout. Tonight, we're going to launch a new revolution. 106.7. One that will rock and roll your senses. You are my test pilots. You're going to kiss the sun and taste the motherfucking rainbow. LFA's Hideout 106.7 WJFN. Welcome back into El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK, El Jefe, J-Dub, Spoon, Fidel, and Punani, all here for your entertainment pleasures. 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. WWE SummerSlam prize packs. Don't miss WWE SummerSlam live Sunday, the 24th of August, only on in-demand pay-per-view. Check out Comcast or Cox Cable now to order. Make sure you do it up. Uh, Frank, Barry, hold on. You are going to be our first two to play the game. Anybody else that wants to play, again, 800-636-1067, 202-432-1067. What I want to do, though, <clears throat> i got to give big ops. Fidel, we've been trying to teach him and train him how to be a producer. This cat came out of nowhere and has booked us Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger in studio with El Jefe's Hideout to do the horror trivia movie. I mean, I guess he's not as big as an SF as we thought he was, you know? Well, no, I uh, I think he is. <laughs> he's, okay. He still is. He just happened to big, land a, a big-name guest. Uh, bring in Freddy. Freddy, come on in, man. Nice to meet you, buddy. Yeah, man, just take a seat right there. How's it going? Bring him into the studio. Make Mark sure, Fidel. Make sure he talks right up on top of the mic. Get right up on top of the mic there, Freddie. How's it going, boys? Nice to meet you. Good to meet you, Freddie. How are you? Good. Not bad, man. So, I. Uh, you look like a scumbag. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> I gotta tell you. This is coming from a guy wearing a damn sweatshirt. You know, a damn sweatshirt. What? Well, how, how hot is it out there? 92 degrees? Yeah. This is cool. He's got a turtleneck on, a striped one. Who's that, Daniel Brown? What's up, Tito? F you, Freddy. What's up, Tito? Come here. Dogs. Yeah. How could you steal BJ's shit? I don't understand it. It's a toy. It's a toy. I've seen the nightmares. What are my about the line one day, 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 day to the Super Bowl. That's, that's, a, that's a dream. 
the way it turns into a nightmare is the only way they'll make it into the playoffs is if he's the center of a Joe Jones and Charles Rogers Wobble Come on. Tipped it on the face and the ass. Come on. Where the Where the is. I had that. I had that nightmare last night. And actually, I did. I did <laughs> wake up a little sticky. How about something? To hell with you, Freddy. To hell. It's not bad as Fidel Fidel here, This Fidel guy, guy it starts with <laughs> great trains going to Sparrow's Ball. He's going to shot on Spree. Then he leaves like a little crying. Victoria's Secret because Fidel 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 I love it. Freddy, you're cruel, man. Don't come on this show like dissing everyone. I I find this guy very funny. Yeah, he's not bad. He might have told me about my wobbly age dream and exposed it to the whole DC audience, but the whole Fidel thing. Damn, I see Charles or I, Harrington. <laughs> yeah. Like the big black man up front, Charles Rodman. I, I, I sprayed that, uh, that stuff down my throat. Knock. Oh yeah. Right. So you, you what? that's why you're afraid of it. You, <laughs> you think so? You thought you were puffing. <laughs> you got anything, Freddie, on uh, our boy Johnny Punani? Punani? That ass this, this may be the saddest dream of them all. John Kunani starts out as a okay? We know how he's obsessed with soccer. So he's the only guy in an all-nude Batgirl soccer. He's running around, little sissy everywhere, bouncing it, gets it a goal. Then it turns out that soccer becomes the Vienna Metro. That makes a lot of sense. Chunky asses. Now, <sighs> yeah, get El Jefe for us. I mean, that, El Jefe never bears the brunt of his dreams on the show. Of course not. Hefe, you look like, uh, 
a sad, sad, poor, poor, pathetic little man. That, that, that stupid ass here doing that long goatee. You know that goatee's longer than your head. That was funny. I've seen you all try to get in your man hurt your chest. Not happening. I don't care if you're in seventh grade right now. This has to be his nightmares. Two years from now, his nightmares are two years from now. He's going to be the phone screener for WJJ's new hot Saturday night show. Fidel Squat House. Fidel Squat House. That's a nightmare for Dan McBride. Well, very good, Freddy. Man, you're full of them, Freddy. Seriously, he hit mine right on the head. Did he really? Yeah, right on the girth. Joey Harrington and uh, Charles Rogers. I had that dream last night. Really? I'm believing. I'm a believer. So here's what we want to do. Freddie, do you have some some trivia questions that you wanted to give out for the listeners? Uh, I think you did, right? Yeah, yeah, I got trivia questions. Frank and Barry. This guy's a natural, yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my ass. I like, like <laughs> gold gym there. Oh, my God. Shameless. Gotta work out. Shut up, Is it a joint or a I want it anyway. Oh, man. Let's, Let's go, go to, to Frank. Frank, Frank, Frank line four, four welcome in to Frank's way. What's up, Mike? What's up, Frank? Frank? I see uh, not much, man. Come on, don't don't be like that to the listeners. No, man, it's pay branch all the way. Yeah. Pay branch. Okay. You know, funny, he kind of uh, stutters the reads just like El Jefe does. Yeah. Good. Whatever. Are you still there, Frank? Uh, did you hear the question? Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> no, that's incorrect. You know what? Yeah. I can't, I can't read, read very well. I don't know if you knew that about Fred. Freddy. I'm illiterate. I'm illiterate. Just like Spoon's Spoon's youngest child. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't I read the Do you want me to read the questions, Freddy? Read the questions. Okay. I'll give out the phone number. I'm here to hang out behind all right, if you want to play Freddy Krueger's horror movie trivia game, call 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. You know what I noticed? What? This show's going to go on all about Why? That's your night. That's your night. All right, we got Barry. Barry. Hello? Hello. Hey. God, I'm real scared today, man. Are you? Oh, yeah, man. I grew up in the 80s, man. Freddy's scaring the crap out of me. <laughs> Are you ready for your uh, Freddy nightmare question? Yes, sir. What was the name of the camp 
in the Friday the 13th movie. Oh, Crystal Lake. You know what's weird? I always thought that, you know, Freddie was just an act with all the one-liners, but he's pulling all of them out yeah, tonight against us. All right, we should probably take the uh, next question. Jeff. I know what your nightmare is, Jeff. What is it? Jesus Christ. All right, in the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, what was Heather Langerkamp's house number? Jeff. Jeff. Did you hear the question? Say again. In the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, what was Heather Langerkamp's house number? What was her street address? Oh, I don't know. Let's say, uh, uh. 1428 Elm Street. It's time to a man in the bed. Time to a man in the bed. Is the reason why. Pushy. Pushy, this Freddy guy is. Freddie wants to talk about the it's a hot face hideout.
to Tory Marilyn Manson. Uh, that was Angel with the Scabbed Wings from Antichrist Superstar. 106.7 WJFK, El Jefe's Hideout. I feel better now that Freddy's gone. <laughs> <laughs> He's still here. Damn it, oh. Freddy, leave! <laughs> you can't. <laughs> All right, Freddy. Oh, Get out of here, man. Uh, what were you going to say? You were cowering like a little bitch around him. You weren't saying a word. I was cowering, man. I was scared. I asked about Punani, and that was it. I wanted to make sure he got the Punani one, and that was funny. <laughs> we wrote that one really well. <laughs> oh, man. We got a billion things. Two hours definitely is not enough time. Um, well, we're going to... One more week of this, right? One more week of Sunday nights? I believe yeah. that's what it is. And then we're going to go back to Saturday nights. Yes. And tentatively, I'm not going to announce the new hours, but the show's going to be on earlier than it has been on Saturday nights uh, before. Is uh, next week, are we on Saturday, on Sunday again? Yeah. And then we go back to Saturday? And then okay. we go back to Saturday. That's how it'll work. Okay. Um, a 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. I'm not sure how many SummerSlam uh, prize packs we have left. I think we only gave away one. Only yeah. one guy got it correct with Freddy's uh, trivia. Um, what was the name of the camp at the uh, Friday the 13th movies, Camp Crystal Lake? The name of the villain in the Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw Massacre movies is Leatherface. Yeah. Man, that's an easy one, I thought. I knew that. I didn't even see the movie. Now, do you know who the character's based on? Uh, no. Bundy? You don't, I don't know. You don't remember this from El Jefe's Serial Killer Saturday Night? No, even though I am the winner, thank you. And you don't remember this. Uh, Ed was Gein. it Bundy? No, it was Ed Gein. Oh, okay. Bundy was the chick killer. Right, right, right. Okay. Gein was the dude that actually a lot of serial killers are based on, like uh, Leatherface, The Silence of the Lambs. Uh, Hannibal? Not Hannibal, but the other guy who would wear the skin. And oh, right. Um, I guess, I guess Bob. Yeah. I guess Eddie Gein really never really killed a whole lot of people. He just would dig people up and wear their skin. Yeah, that was... If you've seen that movie, Ed Gein, it's out. I rented it at yeah. Blockbuster. Yeah. Good flick. I like, the, I like the serial killer thing. I don't know why. Shapey, our buddy from Detroit, from the Skank Shift, got us into that. Yeah. Um, at least he got me into it. <laughs> and then the final one in the Nightmare of Elm Street movies, what's Heather Langenkamp's house number? And it's 1428 Elm Street. And, of course, Freddy knew all of that. So... There was a blackout, I suppose, and this big blackout that affected everybody except for us um, all over the East Coast uh, for the most part, especially like in the Northeast, obviously hit New York City. If you haven't heard about the blackout, you know, F you. Here's my thing, though. I'm really disturbed. And right, this may, I know some people are going to say, Hefe, you suck. You know what I mean? How dare you say this about Americans? But Americans, and especially the American media, got such a woody over this blackout. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, it was definitely the biggest thing to happen all year. And my thing is... In a long time. And my thing I mean, is, we are... Don't say blackout. It's an African-American out <laughs> Thank you for that. That's on the AOL for uh, broadband instant messaging. That is funny, though. Why's it got to be blackout? You know what I mean? Because everything goes black. No, it doesn't. It goes dark. Oh. We should call it a dark out or something. No, come on. A black person would rather be called uh, black than dark. No, shut up. Yeah, I agree with you. Well, no, but it's not about black or dark. It's that, all that's, people. Why you, that's why you said it was racist, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The darker the bear, the sweeter the juice. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, Charles Rogers. I heard that. That's a dark... It was a dream. No truth. No truth. Sure, it would be. Um, but my thing is, is I'm really disappointed because I honestly think, Spoon, that we are so desensitized as not only human beings, but especially as Americans, we are so desensitized that we want anything on the television that is going to make us feel again. It used to. Here's the thing, and you can go back to the Freddy versus Jason movies. It used to be the thing where those movies were scary. And some people are going to argue, and then you got The Exorcist, and those are really scary movies. But you know, as a kid or whatever, when you were supposed to be watching those Jason and Freddy movies, those were scary for their time. They're not scary anymore. In fact, they're not even gory anymore. I mean, there's a scene in the new movie where a guy gets chopped up with a machete, folded up in a bed. Nobody's grossed out. Nobody's thrown up in the movie theater. They're laughing. Yeah. And it well, used to be where that stuff was really sick and disgusting. Braveheart turned it off. When everybody, you know, you saw like 10 or 12 the heads being chopped off in Braveheart. Oh, and don't think you don't see that in Freddy vs. Yeah, Freddy, well, I'm which, sure you do. Which, by the way, i got to say, it was a very good movie. So I definitely recommend you going to see it. I, I would recommend you going to see it if you are a fan of that kind of movie. If you, if you are a fan of that kind of movie, it's, it'll be very hokey and very uh, not scary to you. But if you, go, if you like Freddy or if you like Jason... Go see these movies. Well, here's the thing: you don't go to those movies to be scared. No, but um, that's what I'm saying. But if you if you already don't like the Freddy and Jason movies, you aren't gonna like. The no, movie. that's true. You yeah. are not. Although they did a good job of setting up the backstory. Yeah. But going back to this blackout in the Northeast or this power outage in the Northeast, um, I just want to remind everybody that there's more to the United States of America than New York City, and I know that's tough. For people to understand and realize, but and I know that we got actually a lot of friends that are listening right now up in the big city, you know, illegally, but we love them nonetheless. You know what I mean? And don't take offense to this, but there was no coverage really of the other cities that had these outages. You now, just, there'd just be like phone calls in from the cities. There's no video coverage at all. Now, granted, maybe because I don't know, maybe they are crappy cities like Cleveland and Detroit. <laughs> but Detroit is, and coming from that area in Detroit, Detroit is such a bastard city in the United States of America. They're the last ones to get power. Nobody gave a damn about Detroit. Nobody ever cares about Detroit. And just remember that there are human beings in Albany. There are people going through stuff in Syracuse, as long, along with Detroit. And then you, don't forget about Canada, too. Oh, uh, forget about Canada. Yeah. All right, my bad. I, I was getting, <laughs> getting all liberal. <laughs> hey, Detroit gets cars first. I mean, come on. They're uh, right there. But everybody was so proud of themselves because there was no crime. Look, there was no crime. We had this power outage, and there was no crime. That, Look that, at us. Yeah. That's just pathetic to be so proud of people not going apes over it, you know? Well, because it, it just small uh, power outages in certain places, you know, looters have gone crazy. And I think it's because of 9-11 and how, you know, everybody came together and, you know, the people that did take advantage of it. It was just like, what a schmuck, man. Yeah, what, you, what a piece of garbage. Exactly. You know? We were talking, I was talking to my boy, uh, Lefty, uh, who's back in Michigan. And they were like, that's the big news in Detroit, that everybody's walking through the streets. Everybody's getting along. And with that being said, with everybody getting along, is the fact that, you know, Kwame Kilpatrick is like, thank you. Why can't we get along all the time, Doug? Why does that have to be a big crisis for everybody to go, you know what, 
I'm not going to steal that guy's wallet. I'm not going to steal that guy's wallet. I'm not going to jump this guy. I'm not going to carjack that guy. I'm going to care about people. I'm going to help people out. You know what I mean? Why does it take a major catastrophe? And here's my biggest thing, Spoon. With that being said, is it finally going to be where everybody unites? The Christians and the the Muslims. The well, no, hold on a second. Where you know the Catholics and whoever it is they hate everybody. You know, Episcopalian. You know the Jews and you know everybody. The Episcopal. Episcopalian. Oh, the Mexicans and the Mid Michiganders. Is it going to take something like this far off scenario, like Independence Day? Yeah, where like, where like aliens are coming down and they're trying to destroy Earth, or like Terminator, where the machines have taken over. Is it really going to have to get to that point where everybody looks at each other and says, "All right, you got a different skin than me, you got you believe in a different God than I do, but we're human, and right now we're fighting the aliens." I really don't think so because a lot of those people don't think that people are actually human. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think uh, uh, a big catastrophe can change their minds that much. <laughs> and Seriously, see, and that, coming from coming from backwoods Fallerville, I know that it, a lot of people, know. a lot of these people, they will not come together with another person. What's the big ritzy place around here? I'm still trying to learn that. Is there like a neighborhood or a city? Oh yeah, okay, Tentalian. It's called. It's in Fort Washington. Obviously, Potomac. Potomac. Great Falls area. Okay. Montgomery County. I live in Silver Spring. That's not up any. Well, I'm saying northern Montgomery County. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, there are more trees. Right. Exactly. That, that's when you know when people have money if they have trees. Yeah. So, is it going to take... Annapolis. Is it going to take the people from Potomac and the people from District Heights to come together <laughs> when there's an alien... You know, like that—that's they come together all the time. But I mean, just people from they're... District Heights punch them in the back of the head and take their wallet. <laughs> stop that, Dobbs. <laughs> you stop. That's so horrible of you. Ah, uh, whatever. One eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. I'm a pessimist at heart, and it's something that I'm trying to get over. But I'm just wondering if it's going to take a major catastrophe to. To get everybody together and to realize, you know what, I'm a human being. Will it take WWE SummerSlam prize packs? Is that what it takes for everyone to love each other? <laughs> you know what, I think most Americans, if they saw somebody, they're walking down the street, they saw somebody dead, regardless of what they look like, not dead, but like, say half dead, I think they would help that person. I don't I think, think so. Well, you don't think so? I see not people, I don't know. I'm downtown in D.C. all the time. And I see people laying on the street in the middle of the day. I want, dude, those are bombs. Well, they're I mean, bombs, but you know what? When are you going to stop and say, when is somebody finally going to stop and say, you know what? I'm going to wake this dude up. Chances are that's already happened. I'm going to wake him up. Sorry, he doesn't want to be woke up. Yeah. Then, and, and I'm going to take him over to a restaurant, and I'm going to buy this dude lunch. In D.C., if you're a bum, you can totally live. There's like... Five, six, seven different places you can go get fed every single day. Here's my if you're point. homeless. Here's my point, though. We gotta start caring about people, man. We yeah, gotta I mean, stop being so goddamn self-absorbed. Right. We care about people, but also we want people to take responsibility, so they're not sponging off. You know, they're not taking advantage of. That's true. Situation. Exactly. Yeah. So. Like those chicks who got pregnant from you, and now they're sponging off you. Right. I know. Support. Bitches. <laughs> so getting back to the unselfish part of this whole thing, okay? 
I know you need. We need to take a spoon break, spoon, but <laughs> spoon break. Screw it. We'll just combine it. It doesn't matter. Uh, just write it down differently. Nobody will know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you talk me into it. That's what I do all the time. <laughs> if you had to give up one of the two following items, now it's one thing to say, "Hey, you know what? I am going to go take a homeless guy out for dinner." Or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually buy him some McDonald's and say, here you go. Or I'm even going to give him a couple bucks and say, here you go, man. Take care of yourself, all right? A lot of the times, though, like, if, you are, if a guy wants a dollar, you can say, I got the sandwich. They, they usually won't take it, you know? <laughs> you know what I like to do to bums, though? <laughs> Throw out, like, a $10 bill with, like, a string attached and just watch him run down the street. You're man. a liar. You saw that on Jackass. <laughs> You're such an ass. It's so funny. <laughs> kind of like, uh, like, uh, what what they call it uh, on uh, Beavis and Butthead when they went fishing? Uh, what was it? Uh... It wasn't. Be it was bum fishing, right? Was that in bum fights or jackass? Didn't they call it bum fishing? I can't remember, but they did it in Beavis and Butthead too. That's where it was originated from. And they just like throw it out there, and they actually hooked an old lady <laughs> in the mouth with the hook. So here's my thing. We got a pizza coming, man. Is that ours? No, that's Fidel's. Oh, what the hell? He's trying to add to those man teats. <laughs> it's mushroom. Bring it in, bro. So here's the thing. If you had to give out... I know, I see it. God damn, I'm, I'm torn now as a radio host. If we talk about it enough, he'll want it. I'm, He's drooling already. Spoon, what's the worst thing you've ever done to a chick? Uh, man, I can't even say on the air. Dude. On. I will have, are we ramped up? Yeah, make sure we're in delay, guys. Make sure we got delay. Let me check on No, that. you can't go anywhere. All right, all right. <laughs> Because I'd like to welcome Amy into All Half Face Hideout. Hi, Spoon. How are you? Hi, Amy. 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 <laughs> oh, I just, I, am I supposed to know you? <laughs> well, I, I didn't hear you tell the audience what time you actually went home on Friday. Oh, oh, we have to get into that, right? Right. And we we have to, you know, get the other perspective. Is that correct? All right. Hold, hold on, Amy. Hold on. Hang up on Amy. Really? Yeah. Okay. Why? Because this is a fake, really bad radio stunt. No, 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 no. It's, it's probably, you know, a friend of my ex-girlfriend's calling in, you know, trying to defend her side of the whole story. And what time did you get in? Oh, 5.30. Oh, we got, we got your back, man. Put her on. Go, well, just to recap. Right, put her on. Put her on. Recapping. We got to, but dude, we got 15 minutes. I mean. Uh, you know, I can save this for next weekend. <laughs> the story will still be hot <laughs> next weekend. Bastard, dude. <laughs> Let me, let's recap what happened with Spoon, okay? Oh, God. So, Friday, Spoon goes out and meets this chick. And so he talks to this ex-girlfriend and then also well, talks to somebody else. Yeah, ex-fling. Ex ex just, just a friend. Who, <laughs> when you were how old? I was probably 17. She was. I knew her for a few years, and then, you know, we lost touch, as people do. And, uh, yeah, 10 years later, I saw her. But, yeah, I'm here. I'm there to see her, but she's working most of the time. Now, you said ex-girlfriend, right? <clears throat> Are you broken up with your chick? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Amy? Ex-fling. This is the ex-fling. This Ex-fling. Alright, well, oh, 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 okay. This is the girlfriend playing a prank. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I swear to God, I was You're not so nervous. Over later? I said, oh, yeah, oh, you know it. Oh, no. Oh, you know it. Alright, wait a second. This is the 
Where did where did we meet you? This is the ex fling that was at Dave and Oh, it is. I totally didn't recognize her voice. You know, I heard about all the ways to meet the girls and you know, you go to the fat girl and that way you can get in with the hot girl. So which one are you? Like, you know, if you like getting good with an ex fling that has a promotion company and always has, you know, all the hot girls, I do the recruiting for you and then you just go ahead and capitalize there on you that. There you go, baby. That's the plan. <laughs> wow. Now, you know I'm just kidding. Talk about capitalize. <laughs> She's talking about me talking to one of her employees. So, <laughs> wow. So, you're, you're, you're a whore pimp. Yeah, I'm a pimp. So, this is what I like. I, I like to term the show Intelligent Entertainment Meets Reality Radio. Spoon. We were trying to do Intelligent Entertainment. Now, we're completely immersed in the reality radio of Spoon's life. <laughs> Amy. Amy, did you ever sleep with Spoon? <laughs> no, Spoon and I, you know, I, and I was listening intensely. I actually had to pull over right when he first started saying this. Like, Are you kidding me? He is not. He told me he wasn't going to talk about anything. <laughs> I, I kind of had to. I, but I didn't no, go into detail. However, when I was 14, he he really tried to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, you know what? Since you got into this, Amy, let me tell the whole story then. Oh, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> let me let me, let me, let me, let me control the let me control the flow for a second. Amy, let me ask you this, you, or let me tell you this: If you're going to get involved at all with Spoon, oh please, disregard. Well, no, hold on, hold on. Spoon and I are friends. Well, let yeah. me just say this. Let me just say this, even if some of your employees are listening. If you're get if you're gonna get involved with Spoon, <laughs> you have. You have to realize that everything that's done on this show is a bit. Oh, thank you. And that's why his ex-girlfriend had such a problem with the show, because she didn't understand what was real and what wasn't. Okay? So, with that being said, Amy, tell us when you were 14 and Spoon was trying to bang you. <laughs> he was trying to plant that fourth seed in me back then. Oh! <laughs> See? Yeah, you've moved on. That would have been the first seed. The first seed. Yeah, the third, I heard. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I've heard how old your kids are. That would have been around the... Wasn't that around no, the... No, 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 the no, dude, part? no. What okay. are you stupid? So, anyway. I was 17 with three kids. Good Lord. So, here's the thing, too. Here's the thing, Amy. Um, I'm recently divorced. You got any employees that I can hook up with? I have a lot of, and I recruit these myself. Now here's so. how, how do you get them? Bring them in. Dude, let her I plug. meet them out while I'm working my promotions, and then if they're hot and they're uh, thin, I ask them if they want a want a job. How much do you pay? Twenty dollars an hour. Twenty dollars an hour? That's pretty good. Dude. How do they make more than we do for this radio show? This show she's, costs twenty dollars tonight. She's got uh, some. Actually, options. most of them I try and recruit at fifteen dollars an hour, and then try and give them somewhat of an incentive. How did you get into this? I've been doing promotions for three years myself. So promotions. We decided to capitalize on call girls. So. That's what they are. Oral. <laughs> <laughs> Oral behind bars for them to put up uh, signs. Um, wow. So you should bring in some of you. I'll give you all the free plugs you want. You bring in some of you and your chicks. Well, one yeah, night. that's what I was saying. I was thinking, I, you know, I was talking to one of them earlier today. I was asking if they wanted to kind of get up there and, like, strip, do a little bit, you know. Wow. Maybe they can, like, sit on Spoon or something. Well, I've heard Spoon already had one that sat on it. Up there at the same time. That'd be cute. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Well, thank you, Amy. Well, you yeah, thanks, Amy. You sound so cool. You swear you never bang Spoon? No, I promise.
Wow. You want to? <laughs> All right. How far did you ever go with Spoon at 14 years oh, old? Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. When I want to go there. I don't, know, no, I don't want to hear about it because we gave an age. Man, that's wrong. <laughs> Whatever. Were, I was a minor. Young. I was a minor. All right. Just keep in mind that everybody experiments when they're young. And oh, we're not shut up. Tell us. It. Shut up. It was like. one thing to say. It would say, what, you don't like me? <laughs> What? <laughs> Since I wouldn't do it, he tried to go that way. Oh! You don't like me? I mean, why, no why don't you want to have, you know, what you don't like me? I don't remember saying that. It was <laughs> such a long time ago. All right, I mean, that, that, that's, that's weird because that's what, uh, thanks, Amy. That's what Punani does on the internet. What, you don't like me? <laughs> you don't want to come to the beach with me? You don't like me? Let's just say she was in a compromising position, and then she decided not to, you know, go through well, with it. Well, then that's fine. It was fine. Well, it was, it was, I didn't put pressure on it. What was a compromising position? Your uh, forearm over her throat? No. <laughs> no! Shut up! No! In the backseat of my mom's station wagon. Were <laughs> you Kobe over there? Wow. Yeah, those used to lay out, man. Nice and big back there. You know what? She's cute, too. She's a cutie. Yeah, yeah I, you yeah. know who I'm talking about. And so, with you being 37, she's what? 30? Oh, shut up. How old is she? She's uh, 28. She's cute, man. Yeah. And, so, and then, all right, so she's not, all right, she's listening, obviously. <laughs> she heard the part about you hooking up, trying to hook up with one of her chicks. <laughs> I wasn't trying to hook up with one of her chicks. I'm just saying she recognized me and I thought it was cool. That's all. So I was, really? was going to do this whole thing about what would you have to give up? You know, like, example, if you had to give up, uh, and we're going back to our electricity thing and the power outage and being, you know, stop being selfish and stop using so much energy. If you had to give up your cell phone or your PlayStation 2, Dubs, what are you giving up? I'm giving up my cell phone. Really? The cell phone is just so annoying. You know? I agree. I'd rather just have the landlines. Wow. They're so annoying. See, I give up PlayStation 2 before that because i got to have cell. i got to be able to be in constant communication with I people. hate constant communication. I love to be able to disappear. I tell you what, next four people who call pick up on WWE SummerSlam prize packs. Uh, that's uh, Don't forget WWE SummerSlam, August 24th. It's a Sunday, 1-800-636-1067, 202-432-1067. Call now. You're a winner with El Jefe's Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. So, Spoon. Yeah. We're going to play your give-up game. <laughs> All right. If you had to give up either either the chick Amy, who you just met, right. or you just met again, yeah, or... All of her promotional girls. Oh man, which what one, are you doing? Which one would you have? Would you be willing to give up most? <sighs> I, I, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And think about this honestly. Well, you've got Amy. She's got her own marketing firm. She's got a business going on. She's got a whole thing happening. She's got a future. She could help you with your child support for your three babies and your three different baby moms. Okay. On the other hand, you got some other. Probably a little bit hotter, a little bit younger spokesmodels oh. that probably don't have you said that. a thought in their head. Oh, no. Well, the one I met was very oh, intelligent. Retarded. Very intelligent. And 19. But you're right. See, that's the big thing. That's the key issue. She was a lot younger. So if I was on, like, an island, you know, and, and I had to choose one of them, obviously I'd choose the younger one because Amy would die first. So... 
Let's <laughs> like, call her. Let's Vinny. be honest. You'd be the one who died first. <laughs> nah, 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 man. Spoon will pe- persevere. One eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. We're getting all our winners for the WWE SummerSlam prize packs. If I were you, you didn't. Did you make a decision? You, which one you would go with? The younger ones? Yeah, just because she would live longer. That's the only reason. Shut up. I'm going with the chick with the future. I always, I have no problem with having a chick who can support me in my radio habit. And you need to. I mean, that is cool. You need to realize that because I've seen that dump you're living in. Are you serious? You're gonna call my place a dump? Dude. Come on. I've seen the dump you're living in. That's nice. I see the future it's... you have. Oh. <laughs> and what you need to do is latch on to this pretty little white girl with the future. All right, Nino. <laughs> You get this girly. You sit your ass down before I make change. <laughs> Dubs, what, what would you if you were offered the same situation? You're going to end up marrying your, your girlfriend now. I can well, see it. The, the whole thing is I've always picked the girl with the future over the, the dumb broad. It, it, the dumb broad, you always... You're calling her that. I didn't say she was dumb. No, I'm just saying. That we're, we're putting ourselves in this, this situation. I, yeah, but the, the dumb girl that, you know, <laughs> that's working for that chick. Right, right now. But, hey, she could be in uh, law school. You never know. Hey, yeah, Amy, right. Amy, seriously, Amy, if you're still listening, Amy's the chick that called in with the future that we're trying to hook Spoon up with. Amy, if you're still listening, I want you to call me. But I got a good future. Obviously, it's El Jefe's hideout now. I'm going places. And here's the thing. She never actually slept with Spoon. You know what I mean? She never slept with Spoon, so I feel like I could still go there. It's not like a big swimming pool that I'll be diving into. You know what I mean? Not at all. So I, I'm willing to... Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll even knock it out now. I want Amy. <sighs> I want Amy. That way you can have her little promotion. She's not your type, dude. Why? Because she's white? No, no. I'm not... <laughs> yeah. Does she want a fat little Mexican? <laughs> fat little Mexicans are good. You know how we do it. Call me nuts. Or, but I don't think you're her type either. Why not? I don't know, dude. I just don't, you know. I've known her for a while. Even though I haven't seen her, you know. She like black know, guys? No. I don't think so. I mean, you know. Is she racist? No, she's not racist. I'm just saying I've, I've never seen her with one. She could very well have dated one. Why would before. you say she's not into me? Why would you hurt my feelings like that? I'm sorry. I mean, seriously, I couldn't pull a house. You, you want to take her to the Metallica concert? I mean, Metallica. Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson, Corn. I would, but then I got Dubs, this chick there, like, eyeing me and probably going back and telling oh. my ex-wife everything that I do. But, the, you know, you guys are separated. Exactly. You got Amy's phone number? I'd love to take her to Manson. Her phone number? Yeah. Amy, I'm hungry. Can you please order something? I'm off in five minutes. Are you going to meet her tonight? What? You're going to meet Amy tonight, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, you didn't hear her say that. Yeah, she said that. I thought you were kidding, Amy, though. And your ex is listening right now, over at your place right now, breaking <laughs> all of your pictures. She's at your... Ripping everything apart. She's at your... I'm dump. giving her ideas right now. She better ripping not... Ripping it apart. She better not touch... Cutting the, the mattress open. Don't hurt the PlayStation 2. Right. <laughs> Leave that. <laughs> Lay off hey. my DVDs. Uh, don't uh, touch the TV. Wow, man. I'm telling you, don't drink any of the Kool-Aid in there. Don't try to kill my chinchilla, either. Oh, yeah, he has a chinchilla. <laughs> but that's, that's the gayest boy, thing we've ever seen. Was Amy Furry down there like a chinchilla? <sighs> no. When, you, when she said no to you? Last she was 14. No, yeah, she dude. wasn't furry like that. My bad. Hey, seriously, you going over to Amy's tonight? Um, Possibly. You going to lay the pipe? Come on, dude. dude. Hey, lay No, it. we're friends. Like dude. you said, we're just friends. Dude, dude, if you do it, 
Mick Kelly J-Dubs. <laughs> All right. Really? Yeah. You want me? Seriously, I'm going to tape record the whole thing. Call me Cafe. <laughs> Make her call me, me J-Dubs. Yep. And uh, I'll, I'll bring it in next week, and then, we'll, you know, we'll have a nice little clip there. You're going to go bang this chick, aren't you? <laughs> she was so hot, man. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> I'm so pissed knowing that I'm going to go home to my sad little-ass apartment, try to try to watch, you know, Law and Order Special Victims Unit, maybe grab some Jerry's Pizza, and this ass munch is going to be banging a very hot white chick. God damn, man. Life ain't why, why does the white thing come in all the time? I know. What's wrong with That's you? That's the prize, man. You didn't know that in society? White girls are the prize. That's just in your mind. It's like, it's like Barbie dolls. Ah, oh, come on. It's a white man's world. <laughs> Everybody wants to go white girl at least just once. Everybody wants to go everything at least once. But the white girls, man. They're the, they're what Everybody they're wants the a Hispanic. Everyone wants a Vietnamese. Everybody wants a conquistador. There's something, <laughs> there's something about it, though. Conquistador. <laughs> right, with the Viking hat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we didn't get to everything that we wanted to. I never got to talk about my encounter with Gary Delabate. I'll have to save that. And uh, hopefully everybody yeah, we'll picked that up. Stern show. Yeah, everybody uh, picked up on their WWE SummerSlam hey. prize pack. Hey, did you have Gary do a drop for us? Hey, this is Gary Delabate, and you're listening to El Jefe. <laughs> this is Baba Booey, and I listen to El Jefe when I'm in Washington, D.C. No, actually, I didn't get a chance to do that. And I never got a chance to talk about the Mavericks. Mavericks, big trade. I know you wanted to hear about it. I we'll have to save that. I missed. I actually heard about it already. Uh, I wanted. I missed, missed doing sports. Yeah, I missed doing El Jefe's headlines and sports. And we had a great two scoops. Oh, we had a great two scoops this week. We can't start now earlier, can we? We probably could. No, down my replay. I got to do the replay. That's fair enough. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to El Jefe's Hideout. We want to thank everybody who joined us this evening. By Curious BJ. I want to say hello to all my buddies that are doing the AOL for broadband instant messaging. People like a moral fan. Sorry we didn't get to you, brother. But uh, hopefully you're having fun down. Whenever we do the expanded show back on Saturday nights, we'll see how things are going at University of Tennessee. Tommy, nice to chat with you. Everybody else that's on the IMs from AOL for broadband. Thank you. Thank you to Punani and Fidel. Thank you to Spoon. And uh, Tommy says F you. Oh, come on. <laughs> uh, Spoon, you get better and better every week. What do you mean? Your life is so interesting. I'm living now vicariously <laughs> through Spoon. I tell you what, do this. Seriously, do this. When you're with Amy tonight... Bro, you got to go to one of these promotions. And you're doing the digits? You're doing the digit thing? <laughs> Don't wash your hand. Yeah, let's... Oh, my we'll God. Be, we'll be in tomorrow morning with the run of Fez 11 a.m. hour. I just want to smell your face <laughs> and see what that smells like. Great. Before you tear it up. Dream on, dream Before on. Before you tear it up. Just yeah, because we don't, we don't want to smell the other area. We, want, you know, you gotta, we know that you're into that, you know, from, you know. You'd get a, you know, you know a bigger range of scent, though, if you smelled the other area. <laughs> Good. <laughs> we'll see you next Sunday night. 7 to 9 o'clock. Thank you to Freddy Krueger for stopping in. God damn, how did we forget about that? Good job booking that one, Fidel. It's El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Spoon, give her the shocker. <laughs> we out, bitch. I have a dream. I have a dream. You're listening to Dr. King's Dream. El Jefe's Hideout on Washington's 106.7 WJFK.